Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border. The vast power of the iHeart Podcast Network emanating live from the magic audio box, as we often do here, and excited to have you as we begin a new weekend of podcast. And this is one I am very excited about because it's another opportunity to chat with an old radio friend, an old radio friend, and just 
BS with a with a buddy of mine from my radio past, and I'm excited about that. This podcast available eight days a week. We got the radio show five days this Friday, Saturday, and our Sunday mailbag as well. Because four hours clearly not enough on the overnight, and it's all made possible by Cameo.com. Unless it's not, but Cameo.com. I'm on there. You can get a personalized video shout out. We'd love to do it for you. It's not free, but it's not much. I'm cheaper than most of the people on there, and Gascon's on there, and he's here right now. There he is, David Gascon, making an appearance as he comes in for his cameo. I'm I'm shuffling the analytics around and uh, trying to locate an appropriate time where we can collectively park our asses for Benny versus the Penny every Friday yes. afternoon. Yes. Yes, it will be sometime on Friday. We, uh, I, I'm not sure. We, it, it's a fluid situation, Gascon, as you know. Yep. Uh, but we will tweet out and put on Facebook and all that the exact time. Once we nail down a time, you think we would know by now, considering this is already Friday. But we will let the masses know when, when we will partake in the wonderful Benny versus the Penny. How were the numbers last week? It's Benny good. The they, they actually doubled from the first week. Good. And so that was solid. And uh, we did have a couple people say that they were looking for for the link. Um, so I think it's always important to reference like your Twitter handle so because you could pin it on yeah. your account. I did the same. Um, but, yeah, the live interaction was was really good. And we're able to, to throw some of those up there onto the uh, to the broadcast. But um, I think there'll come a time during the uh, Benny versus the Penny uh, show today where you're gonna have to publicly apologize for such a what is it lethargic week two i just well unbelievable. again uh it was not no see you're wrong you you don't even know the numbers it, i know the numbers it's, it's the numbers call, were not great they were average the industry juicing out you juiced out. yes you lost on the juice but you overall are ahead you got to look big picture See, you don't look big picture. You look at the micro, not the macro. Yes. I'm a macro guy. I'm macro maller, they call me. Macro maller. We live right. in a what have you done for me type of world, and being 500 yeah. is not. Hey, you of all people, Jackass, <laughs> should want me to get the picks right, you dummy, to make this actually a big deal and well, not some kind of disaster. No, 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 no. And you okay, are wait, openly, wait, wait. No, yet no, again, no. you are openly no, pulling no, against no, me, no, 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 no. which is going to hurt you. No. You are a walking Hinden is what you are. You are a hydrogen bomb. Very flammable. Oh. Do you understand how bad this sounds? No. Benny versus the Penny, which is now on YouTube. All right. You, Gascon, should want me to be the greatest handicapper of all time. And instead, you are enjoying a, a mediocre weekend of picks. No, no, A no, mediocre no. weekend of picks. I, I'm not enjoying it. But as you know, in radio, uh, this is kind of synonymous for people that make it or even break it, is that you never want to be 500. You either want to be really good or really fucking bad. You never want to be middle of the road at 500. So in week Well, no, one, I don't want to. No, no, no. In gambling, you don't want to be. You either want to be good or mediocre. You don't want to be terrible because if you're terrible, you use, you lose your entire bankroll. Yeah, but that makes for good fade material for people well, that don't no, trust you. No, they can fade the fuck no, out of you no, 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 and make a lot of I'm money. In, I'm in it to win it. 
you donkey. I am in it to win it, okay? I am going to neutralize the bookie. Okay, that's what I am going to do. Oh, boy. All's fair in love and gambling. Listen, um, I, I, I do hope that you, you recover and, and week three is better than week two. Um, and if you, do I'll be do fine. That, I like the card better this weekend. I will be fine. But don't worry about that. Stop. Stop. This is an interview. Oh, this is a chat with a friend. I know. Podcast is what this is. Bigger name than you, Gasca. This is a guy that's had the career you want to have. Yes, it's he true. has lived the life you would like to live. He has been the star. He has been the man. He's been the marquee. Yes. Well, you so, you already know who's on because you've downloaded the podcast, but. Pat O'Brien, the man has done it all. He's even worked with me. P.O.B., Fox Sports Radio legend back in the day. Of course, most people know him more from CBS, Prudential at the half, at the Boston Garden, all those Olympics, uh, the Super Bowl, the World Series, the NBA Finals, the Final Four. The man has done it all in sports television back at CBS and NBC and He not only had a very successful career for 20 years in sports on television, he then crossed over to Access Hollywood, the insider. He was hanging out with all the moguls, all the bigwigs, all the power brokers in Hollywood in sports for 30, 40 years uh, he's been doing it. Now, Pat's retired at this point, but he is a a friend. I've not talked to him in a long time. Actually, what happened here is I – was curious. I was like, what's going on with Pat? So I text Pat to catch up and see how he was doing. And then we started texting. And I was like, hey, I got to get you on the podcast. So here he is. We welcome in the man, the myth, the legend, the great Pat O'Brien, who is on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon. And Pat, what the heck have you been up to, my man? Recently, right now, I'm finishing a burrito. Um... Up the street from my apartment, and uh, Coca Cola. Yeah, that's okay. the latest. And uh, other than that, I've been, you know, nothing. Just hanging out, enjoying Just my hanging. life. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, it's been a crazy year here in 2020, Pat. So how how has that affected the the life of the great Pat O'Brien with everything that's been going on, the restrictions in California and around the the country? How have you been adapting to this? You know, you know me well enough to know I don't let much bother me. Um, I've had a blessed life, and I'm grateful for that. And because of that, I just don't let a lot of things bother me. And if they do, I get rid of them. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now, you are the are you the most famous person from South Dakota, or you're in the top five, right? You're in the top five? Well, no. There's, wait a minute. There's Tom Brokaw. All right. He's probably the most famous. Mary Hart. Okay. Um, I guess George McGovern, politician-wise, and then me. But for the purposes of this call, I'm the most famous. Well, clearly, you're you're the most famous. When was the last time you went back to your your roots in South Dakota? I go back a lot. You know, I love going back there. I got a lot of friends back there, and they like seeing me. I just go back and hang out. You You know me, I'm a big hangout guy. I love to hang out. So I go back, and we hang out, and we drink beer and you know, make fools of ourselves and I leave. Yeah. So they, you're the social butterfly and they, uh, they roll out the red carpet when P.O.B. shows up to South Dakota. It's Sioux Falls, right? Is that where you're, you're from in South Dakota? Yeah, but yeah. they don't have to roll out any red carpet. It's all the same to me. I mean, before <laughs> I grew up, yeah. Um, my mom 
passed away recently, but she was always there. And uh, you would have loved my mom, by the way. She's the great, greatest woman. Yeah, what was your mom like? Huh? What was your mom like? She was uh, a carbon copy of me. I'm, well, I'm a carbon copy of her. She was tall and thin, and I'm choking on a burrito. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a Make it sure you must record be. this in case I die. Yeah, this will that'll the download numbers will go up, Pat. If you know, something <laughs> turns into a <laughs> catastrophe, <laughs> yes. So how's everything over there? You guys okay? Yeah. Can you believe P.O.B. that Fox Sports Radio is celebrating 20 years of broadcasting this year, and you are a big part of the history of Fox Sports Radio and your run here back in the day. So 20 years. Those are our days. Those are the days when we work together. That's right. Yeah, well, you, you of course, with the great Steve Hartman, Vic the Brick, you guys were dominating. And occasionally, when one of those guys would be out, I got to do the show with, with P.O.B. And uh, I, I do recall, Pat, we had a big rivalry. You remember the battle we had to try to get verified on Twitter? Do you remember? Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we, I forgot all about that. You, we were going back and forth. It was like in the early days of Twitter, when Twitter started, we were trying to get verified. And, you know, I'm in a race. Pat, you're like this big, you know, you've got the history on network television and you host the entertainment show and all that. I'm just like a, a radio scrub. And, uh, <laughs> and we were battling what a good, it out. What a good one, by the way. Well, thank you. But we were desperately trying to get, we were desperately trying to get verified. I remember that you beat me, and I remember you uh, you doing a victory lap and texting me that you had been been verified in the morning. But I got verified like a couple of days after that, Pat. So I, it wasn't like you, you know, there wasn't a huge gap. It was only a couple of days. Well, I shouldn't get verified over you. Well, no, you're you're a star, Pat. I'm I'm you. I'm nobody. No, I'm, Come on, please. Just a regular working guy. Yeah. Working stiff? That's the key to my, my life. Is I've always thought of myself as just a, a working stiff. You know, I go to work and I do my thing. Yeah. What was, uh, what was it like working with Hartman? And Hartman's a piece of work, too, man. That guy, he's uh, a Rolodex. Hartman's great. Yeah. I love Steve Hartman. He, um, however, he's got his issues, but so do I. But he was, um, there seems to always be something going on with him. Yeah, you know, come in, Steve. How are you? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the guy. It was great. The drama, right? The dr- there's always some some drama going on. Well, well I always say if there's if there's no drama, he'd create it. Yeah. Well, it's good. Life you know, life's all about the drama in many ways, as uh, as you know. It's all about creating it. Yes. On your own time. Yeah. There's been a lot of drama this year at POB. I mean, this has been uh, been wild and, and crazy. How much of that are you consuming? I've I've tried to stay away from as much of it as I can, but it's everywhere. It's all encompassing. It's all you know, every in your business, and uh, it's it's just out of control. How, how much of that do you have in your life where you pay attention to the news of the day and that kind of stuff? You know, like I said, I don't let it affect me. It's uh, people come to me with drama. I, I don't engage. I mean, it's, uh, why do that? Uh, yeah. Why invite drama, you know? By the way, this burrito is sensational. Where'd you get the burrito from? Up at the corner deli. Corner Everybody's deli burrito? I'm wondering who I'm talking to. 
They probably think you're talking. Well, how are you, man? You okay? I'm I'm good, Pat. You know, I'm I'm settled in. We're working from home now because of the pandemic. So I've I've got I'm like big time. I'm like a big TV radio guy because I have the setup. I have my own studio, so I'm doing the show out of the the compound here. So I have not. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I love it, and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but it it makes the commute a lot easier, Pat. Uh, well, there is no commute. Well, Where do you walk. do the show from? Living room, bedroom, kitchen? No, no, I have like a little office uh, set up. Oh, great. And, yeah, so I have... Did they bring the gear in and set it up for you? Uh, no, 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 of course not. I had to buy it, actually. I bought... I was doing stuff for WEI in Boston a couple years ago, remotely, and so I built this little studio, and then they did trade some of the raggedy equipment that I had bought. They put some a couple of new things in here. But other than that, it's the same you know, stuff that I had purchased on the Internet years ago, a couple of years back. So that's all they did. That's the beauty work? of uh, 2020 or whatever year this is. You, they can get your own gear at home. That's greatest. Did, did you ever work out of home? You, you all those gigs you had over the years, you were never able to work out of home, were you? No, yeah. no, because I always like going in. I, I could have, I guess, I had the juice to do it, but I was like going in, seeing people, saying hi, you know, being sociable. Yeah, well, because that's because you're a social butterfly. I'm an, I'm an introvert, Pat. You know that. I'm I'm not the guy. Well, you're the wrong business for that. <laughs> well, no, and, no, and TV is the extrovert. Radio is the introvert. But I always like going in and being around people, and you've seen yeah. me in action. I just I know. do my thing. Well, you're the life of the room. Whatever room you're in, Pat, you're lighting the room up. That's the beauty of Pat O'Brien. Well, I always look good. That's the only, the only thing I can count to. I'm trying to think the last time I saw you, and I think it was unfortunately at a funeral. Uh, was it the uh, when Joe McDonald had passed away? I think I, I saw Was that the Oh, my last God, time? it was Joe's funeral. Yeah, that's the last time I saw the great P.O.B. We, we got a great up. guy, Joe McDonald. Legend. L.A. radio oh. titan. He was the he was the Francesa of L.A., right, back in the day? Uh, he's bigger than Francesa, well, literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, no, what a great guy. Didn't you do a and story, a nice Joe? Joe didn't, uh, or, or didn't you do a story, Pat, on Joe on CBS at one point? I think I remember... Something I, they did some feature on. It was Joe and Dog. Were you the one that did that? Somebody did that. It was on. Yeah, we, we gave him a nice send off. Yeah, yeah. I expect you to do for me when I go. Oh, Pat, you're going to outlast me, Pat. Come on, you're P.O.B. You're a radio TV icon. Those people don't pass away. Come on, Pat. My son said to me the other day, "Dad, you can live longer than all your friends." <laughs> and I said, "Yes." well well, pat you have the good genetics and i want to put this out now you have told me over the years and you've proven it actually before we talked a little bit before we started recording the podcast here you have the one thing genetically that i wish i had you have the greatest immune system that you could possibly have like i i eat a couple of um, candy bars or something like that and i gain five pounds you pat can literally do whatever you want. Is this correct, P.O.B.? You can eat whatever you want. That is correct. I, I, uh, my mom's that way. My father was that way. And I'm that way. I, I eat all day. Honest, I eat all day long. I get up, I have bacon and eggs for breakfast, maybe some ham. 
Then I have a snack mid-morning. Then I have lunch. I just had a couple of burritos. I mean, I eat all freaking day. Oh, Pat. I don't know, this, I don't know how that works. Pat, I, I did that. I was like almost 500 pounds when I was doing that back in the day. I would eat, I would eat you know, four massive meals a day, and uh, it, it, it showed in my physique. <laughs> was... I'll tell you, it's fun because uh, I don't care. And uh, my, my, I, like I said, my mom is the same way. My dad is the same way. Yeah. My dad always said to me, eat whenever you're hungry. I said, what if I'm always hungry? He said, then you always eat. <laughs> that is uh, uh are you working out at all though you get any exercise pat or are you just consuming your exercise putting the burrito into the mouth is that your exercise no i do um an awesome number of sit-ups a day yeah keep my stomach you know tender hard and i run so that's my exercise and i and I, I, I walk everywhere i don't use my fact i got rid of my car i, I don't drive anywhere you don't so drive wait 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 wait. you live in la still right pat you're, you're not driving and you live in los angeles no i live in beverly hills yeah so everything i need is within like three or four blocks and wow. um i walk everywhere because if you drive you end up walking a block after you park your car you know well, that's true, but what if you want to go to, like, the beach or something? Like, you got to drive. Oh, well, that's, that's a different story. I'm just talking about neighborhood stuff. Okay. So you really... But I, I rarely am in my car. Oh, okay. You know, All Ben, right. what he's doing is he's being progressive to Gavin Newsom's uh, initiative of eliminating gas-powered vehicles in 2035. That's right, so. Pat. Did you see that, Pat? They're going to get rid of all the gas. They're going to... No more gas vehicles in, what, 15 years, they yeah. said? Yeah. Crazy. When's that happening? 2035, Pat. 30, uh, 15 years from now. I'll be long gone. Not long, not dead, but I'll be way out of here by then. Oh, yeah? Where are you going? You leaving California, Pat? Or are you? Uh, oh, I think eventually I'll go back to the Midwest. I love, you know, I, I love South Dakota, so I'll probably go back to the Midwest. Have you ever been there, by the way, South Dakota? No, I've flown over it, but I've never, never been there. Well, everybody's where, flown where, over where, it. Where, Middle where, of the country. where should I go if I, if. Give me First the... First of all, you call, you call yeah. me. Okay. And I'll right. meet you in Sioux Falls. That's the main place. And I know literally all 130,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> is there a sign? that are you, Is your name on a sign when you enter into Sioux Falls, the birthplace of Pat O'Brien? No, don't forget. Mary Hart, Tom Brokaw. Yeah. A lot of people from South Dakota. So I'm, I'm like low on the totem pole. Yeah. Well, you're high on the our totem pole here, Pat, when it comes to I'm South. grateful for that. Yes. Uh, very important. Pat, very do important. You, Pat, do you hunt? No, you know what? I, I should have. Hey, guys. I should have, but uh, I never did because uh, pheasant hunting is a big deal. I just I don't like being around guns. Never did. A friend of mine has his head blown off fucking around with a gun. So from that moment on, uh, way to bring the interview down, right? Right. Right. No. Um, but I, I sat there and watched the guy, you know, blow his head off, fucking around with a gun. So I never, I never, I'm sorry, did I say that word? Ugh, sorry. Yeah. Messing around with a gun. And um, so from that, I was always afraid of them. And the only guns out there are shotguns. So so what do you recommend to do then if we go out to Sioux Falls and I'm, I'm uh, escorting you and Ben Maller around town, like besides handing out autographs and taking selfies with you guys, what else is there to do out there? 
I'll take Ben to all the good spots. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, you know, I'm going to take you up on this. My wife would love to uh, go. She always wants to travel. I don't. We, we haven't gone anywhere this year because of what's going, been going on. But now, and my brother we lives. Come out there. You'd love it there. Knowing you, you'd yeah. love it. It's, uh, it, it, it's yeah. great. It's easy. The people are nice. Restaurants are great. The food's good. Yeah. Hey, when you were it's when you all were working, John Morellan Company, the meatpacking plant. Hey, Pat, it's all when the you meat's fresh. Yeah. Hey, I got. When you were working in New York all those years, did you live in the city or did you live outside or how'd that how'd that work? Sixty first and Park. That's your spot. Your... That was my spot. The Regency Hotel. I had an apartment in the Regency. And by the way, I never paid for it, so I mean. <laughs> You, Otherwise, you, I'd have been at the Holiday Inn. You gave but, me some, uh, you, Pat. You gave me some great advice. Remember when uh, I was I was traveling at the time you were working at Fox Sports Radio. I was doing stuff at the NBC Sports Network, so I had to go back to Stanford, Connecticut, like once a month and do some some TV stuff, which I sucked at, which I'm not doing anymore. But uh, I remember you told me so when it comes to travel. Remember what you told me when it comes to the expenses on travel, Pat, and how to handle that. Did I say lie? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said, uh, I think you said something to the effect that these uh, big media companies, at least at that time, um, it was just like a business write-off, right, for travel a lot of times. So, like, whatever, when you were traveling, you could stay at a nice hotel because it's just a business expense, right, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, I had a pretty good expense account because I said, look, if, you want me, if, if you're taking me away from my house, my apartment, then you got to take care of me the way I would live there. And they understood that. And by the way, you're right. Travel expenses is a big write-off for them, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, if you get a five-bedroom suite, then they might give you a call. But <laughs> I hear you. Hey, when you were when you were in New York, did you ever uh, run with Trump when when you were in New York? And did you guys hang in the same social circles back in those days? Don and I were good friends. We still are. Um, we, we I was just talking about it the other day. We used to go out to dinner like once or twice a week. And that's just when he was Donald Trump, real estate guy. Now look I, at him. I know. He's, have you talked to him since he became the president? Have you? Yeah. You have? Wow. I called what? him and I said, what, what, what do you expect you're going to do with this job? <laughs> I said, what are you thinking? <laughs> but he's having a good time. He's actually a pretty good guy. Yeah, he's been trashed though, man. It's been vicious, Pat, oh, as, you, God, as you know. How, how, did... says, how come everybody trashes me? I said you're one of those guys who's trashable. So get over it. <laughs> now, isn't it great though, Pat? Because when he was running around New York and all that, everyone like he was hanging out with. Every, he was everyone's friend. Everyone loved him, and then he becomes president. And now he's a pariah, and he's oh, he's horrible, and all this stuff. It's just brutal how, how vicious it is right now. I like his trajectory, though. I mean, he he did this right. I think he might have been thinking about this all the time. But now look at him. Yeah. I said to him, I said, I'm not going to call you Mr. President, so don't <laughs> don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so how how do you let me ask you now you I you have obviously Trump's number from back when he lived in New York but how if you want to get a hold of him he's the president of the United States does it it must have been difficult to get a hold of him like how you can't just call him up can you? I got his cell number, and he he gave his cell number out to very few people. So, should we should we dial him in? 
(laughs) (laughs) Now, Pat, that see that would make this even better. But not now. You, of course, are enough to get the downloads up. But uh, but that's to know somebody that became. President. Well, you hang with some high rollers, Pat. Though. I remember, I remember one time I was on the phone with you, and I think you had to get off because uh, what was it? Which big name, Yoko, or I think somebody else, a bigger name, had called in. If I remember, one time we were talking on the phone, but you, there's nobody bigger than you. Well, who's the biggest? Is is the president? I would think president of the United States is is like the. What's the biggest name in your phone right now? The biggest name you have in your phone right now that you could call right this second, other than President Trump. Three of the Beatles. Wow. You know, McCartney, Ringo, and uh, used to have Lennon, but, and I see Ringo all the time, so or we call him Richard out here. A great guy, by the way. <laughs> but it's so weird growing up with a huge Beatles fan, hanging out with Ringo Starr, you know? Yeah, I I remember one time we were on the phone and you said I, I got Ringo on the other line. I got to go, and uh, I, I, remember, I remember I remember that. I was like, wow, I'm, I got, I'm such a dick. I know, I know, but it, it it made for a good story, Pat. So when I tell stories about you on the overnight show, I was like, you know, I remember one time I was on the phone with Pat O'Brien and he did this and he did that and all that stuff, and uh, it's it's hilarious. Do you think Trump's going to get reelected, Pat? What do you think? What's the pulse of Pat O'Brien here at this point with the election? Yeah, I think he's. You know, I'm not fond of his politics. He knows that. But, um, yeah, I think he's got to go. Who's going to beat him? I mean, when you're an incumbent president, you got everything working for you. Plus, you have all the money. And that's what it takes to win now is money. Lots of it. Yeah. That's why hey, I'm not running for public hey, office. Hey, all they wanted me to run for Senate in South Dakota or governor. Yeah. I said, the last thing you want me to be is your governor. <laughs> What would you do as governor if Pat O'Brien was the governor? What would you do? I would enjoy, you know, I'm, I, I would enjoy it. I just don't think it pays well. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, isn't politics where you make your money once you're out of office because you, all those people have to pay you money for the favors that you give them? I think that's usually how it works, isn't it? Well, it's a good trans. It would be a good transition for me because everybody knows me. Um, yeah. But Brokaw and I are both in South Dakota, and he doesn't want to run, so. Um, Sure. I don't know. I think being being governor or being a politician would be boring for me. Don't you think? Well, it depends how you did it. Like now, it would be tough. But you could go to all kinds of social junkets, Pat, and you could hang out and press the flesh. You're you're great at that kind of stuff. That's your that's right yeah, in your wheelhouse. I do that anyway. Yeah. Hey, so if Trump gets reelected, Pat, and he calls you up and says, "Hey, I need you on some White House committee," would you do it? Depends on what it is. I mean, I love Don, and um, I would do that, but do I need that? No. Yeah. I'm talking to you on an afternoon. I don't need anything else, you know? <laughs> well, clearly your life is complete, right? Uh, right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, you know, I don't need that. I, I, uh, some people need it for their ego. I have yeah. enough things for my ego. Yeah. Pat, 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 do you, Pat, do you miss the radio space here, like you know Fox, KFI? Do you do you miss that? You know what? I loved radio more than television. You know me. You saw me in there. I, I love just sitting in front of that microphone. You can say whatever you want almost. And um, I loved it over there. I had a good time doing that. Do you think in today's environment that you'd be able to survive it just with the way that you know you were able to say and do what you want? Well, I'm a survivor. 
And if they hire me, they know what they're getting. So I'm usually pretty good at that. I mean, the conversation is, let's hire Pat O'Brien. Well, do I have to put up with it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Pat, I, I love that you're friends with Trump because you are obviously a, a Democrat, but you know Trump's a Republican guy. And, and we're at the point now where if you're on, it's tribalism. If you're a Democrat, you can't like a Republican. If you're a Republican, you can't like a Democrat. It's it it's just wild politically. How many presidents do you 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 were friends with uh, the Clintons, right? I think back in the back in the, how many presidents have you been friendly with over the years? Let's see, Bill um, Clinton, yeah, Trump. I knew Nixon. Did some things with him, but um, we never really clicked, as you can imagine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not what well, the kind of guy you go out for a beer with, you know. Trump, you did, yeah. But uh, Trump's great, by the way, and he yeah, never well, forgets his friends. What was it like back in the in the eighties and the nineties with when you were hanging out in New York, going out to dinner and restaurants, and running into Trump? What was that like in those days? Like it is today, you know. <clears throat> the great thing about being on television, as much as I've been, is that everybody knows you, you know, which has its benefits and its travails but i love going out in new york yeah. by the way i always get a good table so <laughs> <laughs> they don't make you wait when i go to new york they make me wait out in the street and they're like all right we'll get to you you know you know when your number comes i had um what was i, I was at uh, four seasons and in walks clinton and uh i'm at his table and they said, Mr. Clinton's here. I said, so? I mean, let's tell him to get another table. <laughs> uh, said, the, the bottom line is, I was here first. But, um, <laughs> no, it's always fun to go out in New York. It's expensive, though. Jeez. Yeah. They, they, you know, yeah. spending $25 for a cocktail. Yeah. And the way still, I drink. Do you still have your place in New York? Do you still go back there? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, um, 61st and Park, and I don't I don't get there enough, but I, I don't I don't want to get rid of it. it it's getting a little pricey now. But well, I, you well know, Pat, I can I can take it off your hands if you want. And when I'm in New York, I can stay there for you if you want. You know, just saying. You're welcome to stay there. Huh? All I gotta do is clean it and leave uh, three hundred dollars in the mailbox a night. A night. That's great. So I, I told you when we worked together, Pat. And I I remember when I was when I was younger, and you know, not to make you feel old, but watching CBS and the Celtics and the Lakers in the '80s, high atop the Boston Garden for what was the Prudential at the half with Pat O'Brien, and uh, what was it like working those days back in the. In the eighties, because the Boston Garden, I, I was never there. It was a dump, right? It was an old, rundown gymnasium, and it was—it's not like these new arenas today where everything's got the bells right. and whistles. You were—you were, you were uh, by television standards and by sports standards, you were roughing it, right? Back in those days. Well, as you like to say, it had character, and um, I always had—I—I I made them make me a spot up on the balcony. So I, I sat over Boston Garden. But it has a lot of character and a lot of, and I knew all the players, so, you know. Um, yeah. But the Boston Garden, when you walk in there and there's Larry Bird, 
you know you you know you're somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't it didn't have air conditioning, right? And it would get hot. No, those, those no air conditioning. No uh, fresh air. No ventilation. Yeah. But they had Larry Bird. So um, that's enough, isn't it? Yeah. What was the you did the Super Bowl pregame, right? You've done everything. What was the what was the event that stood out that you said, Man, that is the coolest thing that I get to do? Is it was the Olympics? What was it? You know what my favorite events were always the Olympics. I've done like six Olympics. And the great thing about the Olympics is that you never get bored. There's always something going on. And uh it's just great. the Olympics are great. The NBA Finals were always good for me, too, because I kind of ran that deal. But uh, the Olympics is great. What do people associate you with, though? Is it is it the to me? It's it's the NBA. It's the it's the you're doing the pre and the halftime and all that stuff. Is it what do you think most people when they say Pat O'Brien? They is it is it the entertainment stuff you did after sports? What would it be? I said it's still sports. I mean, yeah. most people, I remember you on the NBA and um, college basketball, believe it or not, and college football. I did, a lot of, I did a lot of college. People forget that. That's when college kids actually went to school. But um, I didn't go to school when I was in college. Did you? <laughs> no, please. I was, I was the radio nerd. I didn't pay. Only radio I paid attention to, pretty much nothing else. But that was about it. And Pat, how much, how, Pat all, yeah. the, all the college stuff was with CBS, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, fi- the Final Four and all that, right? And the whole the whole ball of whack. All CBS. I did the Final Four, the Olympics, a uh, bunch of Super Bowls, and um, all the basketball, all the half times, and never did any research. <laughs> Pat, 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 when you did the uh, Pat, when you covered the Olympics, was was most of that on site too? Like, were you at these these venues, or were you guys? No. Hold on, you're making me get up. I'm That's told I can't right. smoke here, so I'm getting up. Pat's getting up um, to here. <laughs> the owner comes out. <laughs> Fucking. Doesn't he know who you oh. are, Pat? Come on, you're Pat O'Brien. You can do what you want. I'm sorry, I think I just swore. Um, no, the Olympics was always great because there was always something to do, and uh, if you didn't have something to do, you'd find it, you know? And it was great. Yeah, I was kind of curious if you ever traveled inside the athlete's bubble to see exactly what was going on inside. The Olympic athletes are a special breed, and... Um, you know, the thing about my job was that I was the guy, you know, not not like I'm the man, but I was the guy they had to talk to, whether they liked it or not. So it worked for me. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, how much sports do you watch these days, Pat? Are you still watching a bunch of this stuff or are you doing everything I can? Yeah. There's so much on now, though. Do you believe that? And you can watch anything, anytime. When I was doing sports, it was just the NBA and maybe some football. But now there's everything. Sure. Who's but, your, you know, you who, know why? Because people want it. Who's the? Who do you think the top people are that, that have done what you did back in the day? Who are the Pat O'Briens of this generation of television? Well, there's always Bob Costas, but that's 
Well, he's at no, CNN no, now. There's not too many guys coming up that are, are really, really good. Yeah. You know? Was it ta- what does it take to be good at, as a studio host on network TV? What is what skills do you have to have? How do you be good? How how can you follow in your footsteps, Pat? For some, there's people listening that are young guys that want to be the next Pat O'Brien and want to be on TV. What do you have to do to be good at that job? Here comes the police. Um, first <laughs> of all, out. don't get nervous. Uh, you know, don't rattle yourself, and be confident. I, I was always confident in my skills. So that did, I mean, that's to me. Not that I was that great, but I was very confident in my skills. So I knew I could handle anything. And did, by the way. I sound like a schmuck right now, don't I? Not at all. <laughs> like a seasoned no. vet. No, Pat, you are much, much kinder now than you were back in the day, Pat. Come on, please. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing wonderful. Absolutely. Remember our days? Remember our days back in that radio studio? I do. I fondly remember some of my my you busting balls with me. I remember the one time you you taped you taped some money to the console. Remember that? You had taped some money and then and then it some of it is still there, Pat. You'll be happy to know. This is like 7 years, 7 8 years ago and it's still some of the tape money is still in the studio. They haven't been able to get it off the the console that you left it. <laughs> I think one of those I think it was a $5 bill and I put so much tape on it. They have to take the board apart to get it off there. <laughs> yeah, it's They said to me, "Pat, don't do this." I said, "Why?" <laughs> board. Well, that I remember. Uh, you gave me a, a gift. You went and you had a bag of like high end watches. You remember that, Pat? You hey, pick what you want here, and you had the uh, <laughs> the bag of watches that I was like, I, I couldn't afford one of those watches, and you're like, oh, you know, bag of them, whatever you want, Ben. Take care, take one. Go ahead. <laughs> At least it wasn't a bag of drugs. <laughs> well, no, no, that, I didn't know you at that time. But how's that going, by the way? The the battle of sobriety, man. How are you doing? You sound good. Yeah, I'm great. It's um, no more booze, no more drugs. I'm fine with it. It's by the way easier than you think. And I have yeah. no temptations. Right, well, every now and then, I'll see somebody come into a restaurant and order a glass of red wine, and I think, you know, those are the days. And now I remember trying to crawl home. <laughs> Um, and say no, no thanks. I remember one of the first times I met Pat O'Brien, the great P.O.B., was at Daltz in Burbank. I think you were doing one of the entertainment shows. I don't know if it's Access Hollywood or The Insider, but you would you would come in there after work, and I, I we were working across the street doing radio at the local station, and I remember you were busting my balls because I kept mispronouncing uh, Wimbledon. I mispronounced it, and you were you were giving me a hard time. But you were drinking the wine back in those days, Pat. Right? That I love Daltz. I used to go there like three days, three four days a week. I loved that. So everyone was hanging out there back in the day. All the movie studio people, radio people, TV people it was wonderful back then. Thing is, there's no more hangouts anymore. You know, when I was in Chicago, there was always you know a place where everybody would go, and you could go there and see everybody you wanted to. Now there's no no hangouts. People are spread out all over the place. Yeah, that is or, true. Or, or they're avoiding me. I don't know. One or the other. <laughs> no, I, I remember though that that place, Daltz and Burbank. They uh, it was at the bottom floor of this uh, office tower, right next to Warner Brothers Studios. And everyone everyone from Warner Brothers back this is back in the day. 
and there would be like the cast of Seinfeld, uh, the Drew Carey show, like all oh, would come hang out, and you were there, and, you know, NBC people, the local NBC in LA, Fritz Coleman would be in there and, and hanging out, and Fritz yeah, Coleman, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no places like that anymore. Um, what's the song? Um, place we want to go see your friends. What's the song? Um, I don't know. I can't. Can't remember, but it was, I love those places where you go and always see somebody you know, and just sit down and have a good time. Yeah. So, what's day to day life like for you, Pat? You just kind of hang out, living the dream, retired, living life large. Yeah, I, I don't do a lot. Well, actually, I do. I get up, I have breakfast, uh, I see my son whenever I can. Uh, I'm pretty good friends with all my neighbors. I have a good life. I go out yeah. to lunch every day. I go out to dinner most of the time. Sometimes I cook at home. The life of Pat O'Brien. I saw you. Pretty normal. I, I saw you're not on. You're not on. You have a Twitter account. We we talked about that earlier, but you're not active on there. You gave, did you give that up, Pat? Are you done with the uh, the toxic world of Twitter? No, because whatever I say, it gets a lot of reaction. <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> I can't be. I won't. I'm not the nicest guy on these things. So. Yeah. Um, so, but here. I love tw- Twitter. Is a great invention. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, of course I'm. A, Pat, I'm. A, I'm. I follow. We follow each other. But you never. You never tweet anything. So I. I don't uh, see your your comments because you don't. As you said, you don't send stuff out because you don't want the blowback. I hear you. That's smart, by the way. You know how many guys have lost gigs because of Twitter? It's it's crazy. Oh, I'm sure because you get real free. You know, you think, well, I can say this, nobody will see it. When in fact, everybody sees it. You know. Yeah. Hey Pat, we got to go, but listen, we got to have you on again. I love you, man. I, we got to hang out too. We'll get we'll go to when they when the King of California opens up the restaurants again, we'll have to go out and break bread somewhere. Yeah, let's let's go out and hang out and then we'll come on again. I love I love being around you. All right, you're the greatest, Pat. Take care, man. Thank All you. All right, baby. Bye-bye. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.